This is Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute Two. And welcome to Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World one minute at a time. I'm Brian Mission, and joining me is Dave Castile, otherwise known as The Talent. He's, <laughs> oh, it was my turn again? <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Yeah, and, and our Zelda-loving friend, Sam Brown. <laughs> Well, I'm going to find out a new game I like every episode, apparently. Uh, so this minute we go into minute uh, two of the movie, starting at uh, coming in where uh, Neil is uh, finishing up his uh, question to Scott. Uh, if uh, he and if Scott and uh, his high school girlfriend have done it yet. And uh, I love this minute. This minute has so much great dialogue. This is a prologue uh, before the the movie gets really rolling, and I, I love prologues that are like this, and uh, I just love the dialogue to introduce the characters this way. You get a good sense of all their personalities, and Scott's response to Have You Done It Yet is one of my favorites of a guy who's either clueless or just avoiding the question, and I'm not well, sure. If, I feel like it's a combination of the two. I think my favorite part of this tiny little bit is Scott's demeanor in this moment. Like mm -hmm. he is so goddamn smug and he is so happy with himself. Right. And, and he's just sipping his tea and explaining how uh, they talk about her high school friends. Right. And high school drama. And drama. And yearbook club. And, and yearbook club. Yeah. It's just the way he plays this is so demonstrative of uh of his attitude about the situation and why everyone else hates him <laughs> <laughs> and kim calls him out on it oh hell yeah she's like oh you're just pleased as punch <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh then then the response the uh steven uh, stills gives uh, asking if uh they've kissed yet and scotch is like we almost held hands once but she got embarrassed <laughs> He he does this frequent little like shy little like head tuck look away. Mm -hmm. um, you know he I mean with she's Chinese uh, right <laughs> and, he, and he always kind of does that when it's you know his own drama that he adds to it. Is this uh, a Michael Sarah acting style? Uh, I I honestly haven't seen a lot of films that he's been in. Does he do this a lot? Does he play like the same character in every movie he's been in? Yeah, he, uh, he plays a type. Yeah. yeah. He does play a type. Um, this one's a little on the unique side. A little more, uh, but, yeah. Give, gives a little more into it. And he's also a little more physical in this role than you would see in other other roles of his. Sure. Not yet. <laughs> right. Wasn't yeah. he? Wasn't that him in? Uh, he was in Zombieland, wasn't he? No, that was Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, oh yeah, my bad. It's the two that could play but brothers. It's fair. We get those confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking he wasn't the one in the Facebook movie. No. Uh, nope. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Stephen asks uh, for the high schooler's name, and her name is Knives Cho. And as Chow. you said, Chow, sorry. And uh, she's Chinese. Yeah. And uh, young Neil's, head, young head, Neil's head reaction. Look away. Yeah, yeah and oh. young Neil's reaction is uh, 
Wicked. Wicked. But hold on. <laughs> but wait. Right, oh, right as as yes. as he explains, it's knives chow and she's Chinese. Yeah. You get that Zelda uncovering yes. the secret theme. Yes. And it look and the camera goes to like each of the characters, and you get um Steven looking at him sideways, and you get Kim's raised eyebrow in that mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And then you get uh young Neil's wicked. Yep. And that moment sent chills down my spine. <laughs> well, and throughout the scene, whenever somebody would say something that was, you know, like like really definitive, like they made a really good line, there was some little eight bit noise behind it. Some little uh game you know, something yeah. from those games like like you know, yeah, like you said, you just you just leveled up or you just uh you know, picked up a coin or something like that. So I, I love that. I haven't seen the whole thing in a while. If if that continues throughout, awesome. Because it's so subtle in the background unless you're listening to it. Like, I'm, I'm watching this film with headphones on, so I'm really hearing everything that's going on in the background. Uh, I thought that was just brilliant those, addition to sound effects. Yeah, those details are pretty constant mm -hmm. um, throughout throughout the rest of the 149 minutes to go. Um, <laughs> what I think is so great about that that uh sound design is for those who recognize those sounds mm -hmm. you have all this other history and baggage with what those sounds mean to you and then you yes. baggage <laughs> that like, like you have a history with it. history yeah I but mean, i don't like, i don't think about it baggage but you have you my have... zelda history isn't baggage um i mean i'm i'm it's not a it's not something that somebody else has to contend with when they meet me, uh, which is what I think of with baggage. baggage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, but I, but I you layer it. that on, on what's going on in these scenes and what those sounds are associated mm -hmm. with. It, it cues something in you if you know what that, sure. if you have a history with it. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a genius sound design move here. And then uh, we get to, uh, we're getting closer to meeting Knives when Stephen asked uh, when they get to meet her and Kim sarcastically, as she <laughs> typically does, please let it be soon. <laughs> ding dong. And we get the ding dong on the screen. So another <laughs> comic book cue of visual, having these yeah. visual words pop up on the screen right. that, as they would in a comic book frame to uh, give us the sounds. And then we get. That's me. And then we get <laughs> up until this point in the film. <laughs> The greatest four-line exchange between two characters is when Scott answers the door and we meet Chives. Or Chives. Knives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just combining her name. <laughs> but we get a uh, quick little character card or fox box for her. Fox box. Uh, knives. Knives Chow. 17 Chow, years old. 17 years old. <laughs> and uh, In stereo, apparently. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that he... he, you know, he, he First thing he says, do you promise to be good? And she obviously thinks this is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, I really need you to be good. <laughs> and her response was the uh, the uh, nervous girlfriend of the, uh, am I normally not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, when Stephen uh, Stills comes to the door and we get his uh, Fox box of in quotes, the talent, and he's also 22. So uh, get our first real introduction to Steven here. I, I love his character already because of what happens next. Uh, well, you like talent. Oh, I really. love talent. Yeah. <laughs> but when he, he, he he's like, you know, here here's, you know, 
Stephen Stills, he's the town. He's like, hi, close the door. I I, I love those. <laughs> I love that just moment of the door. I love that like, kind uh, of comedy in a, in a film uh, where it's just like, yeah, hold on, we're <laughs> gonna wait a minute because I always think about what's the person on the other side of the door thinking. You know, and, I, and I love like, when movies don't uh, actually show that person. Like, do I do I leave now? What? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Because you don't really know if that door's going to open again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what is an appropriate amount of time to wait before you turn around and walk away? I would give a five count, and then I'd knock again, and see if the door opens. That, that's what I would do. Sam, okay. what would you do if uh, somebody slammed the door in your face? I remember you are during this scenario. You are a seventeen-year-old Chinese girl. So right, I, I would. And I am in that headspace. I would, you know, my personal self-confidence here has been rattled. Mm-hmm. You know, these older folks have just slammed the door on me. I'm not sure if they want me here. Maybe I should, I should start to leave. So I, I would and start I get, taking I get a you. few steps back. Yeah, because your boyfriend just told you, please be good. Please be good. Don't like, embarrass me. <laughs> I need you to be good right now. Yeah. You just introduced to the talent, and the talent just slammed the door in your face. And we don't even know what she has to be good for. We just think it's because she's meeting his friends. For the first time. But Steven is clearly, I need her to be good. I want her to geek out about what's about to happen. Right. And you're like, what is about to happen? Well, I love it. He's he's like, is she going to geek out? He's like, no, no, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. No, no, no. I I want her to geek out. I want her to geek. (laughs) He's like, oh, well, she's got the capacity to geek. (laughs) And you can see... You can see the uh, the amps behind them right here. Yep. So. Yeah, and Stephen, uh, the scene ends with uh, Stephen accepting that she has the capacity to geek and uh, okay to let her in. So. Yep. You're good. It it's such a good minute. There's so it's such a funny exchange throughout it, and just gives us good introduction to characters. I do love this. Uh, like I said, this prologue. Uh, one of the interesting trivia's on it was that uh, the original cut of the film during the editing process didn't uh, just had a title card at the beginning and then went through the credits and there we are. Uh, but it was a uh, Quentin Tarantino that suggested to Edgar Wright uh, late in the post-production that there should be a small little pre-title sequence just to give an introduction to the characters so that you have some familiarity with it. So then you get through your credits and now you can just get into the film. You don't have to worry about meeting anybody. So yeah, I, it's I, a great, great I love how, um, also, that's Tarantino does it because if you think about it, it's something Tarantino would do and has well, done. <laughs> I mean, I'll also point out that the book does something very similar where you get an intro to the characters and then it gets into the chapter one mm-hmm. uh, title page. So it, it's got like three or four pages before you get into now we're starting. Mm-hmm. Your prologue. Yeah. Yep. yep. Love it. Any other fine little quips or notes on this uh, minute before we wrap it up? No, we're good. That was, it was so much fun already. <laughs> it's a good minute. It was a good minute. I like this minute. I like it. It's a good minute. So, yeah. so if uh, <laughs> you like this minute and all the other minutes, hey, keep coming back. We love it. And uh, you could also check us out on our other shows. Uh, you could find uh, me and Sam at streamingnonsense.com and uh, Dave and I on podcastdurbia.com. So check out our other shows and uh, give us a sub and let us know what you think about those as well. So that's going to do it for this episode. We will see you next time. <laughs>